And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend, we will not break, we will not yield, ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down, as long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. It's another great MAGA morning. It's Tuesday, right? Tuesday. My days are a little messed up because I have so much going on this week. Anyway, we're live. Rumble chats are open. To Rumble changed their format on me a little bit, so I'm getting used to it. It's looking all right. Hope uh, you're all doing well. Do me a favor and hit the follow button. Hit the thumbs up button on Rumble. The chats are open. Let me know where you're tuning in from. Um, <clears throat> we got a lot going on. Good morning. Good morning. I see you, Maya Barber, in there. So hit the follow. Hit the thumbs up, please. It really helps juice the algorithm and get us uh, recommended into the Rumble world. Rumble's where it's at. YouTube is just, you know, it's YouTube. And good morning, AP Unfiltered. YouTube, I've been banned three times. <clears throat> People tell me that this show seems to be YouTube friendly and that I should stream there. I just said a principal don't want to. And people are like, oh, you know, you might be able to pull some audience from YouTube and pull them into Rumble. I would just rather focus on Rumble. The channel's growing slowly. Uh, so hit the follow and help. That would be great. <clears throat> All right. We've got a lot going on. I'm going to Bedminster this afternoon for a January 6th uh, event for the Patriot Freedom Project, a fundraiser with some, uh, some pretty cool people. The 45th president uh, is going to be there. He supports the Patriot Freedom Project uh, pretty strongly, actually, with uh, the use of the venue and other things. So that should be good to see um, the 45th president this afternoon. And he's getting, from what it looks like Thursday, he's getting arrested. The fourth arrest for Donald J. Trump. Imagine going through your whole life as a, a billionaire real estate mogul and you know, just doing what billionaire real estate moguls do, and then you become president of the United States. And then you, then after you're done serving as president, because, you know, they rigged the election against you, they arrest you four times because you questioned the, the lividity, the, the uh, 
the integrity of the election and for some stupid documents that you unclassified as president. It's just wild what they uh what they do. Um but yeah, so you know what? Let's let's start with that. Hit the follow. Do me a favor, hit the follow. Hit the thumbs up. Most important you could do thing you could do for me is hit the follow and hit the thumbs up. I just noticed, I gotta be honest with you. I, I'm not looking to to make money on Rumble. And any income that I get from Rumble is going towards um like charities and 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 things that I think are important, like a Patriot Freedom Project, um, veteran services and things like that, political campaign, Donald Trump's campaign. And I noticed I got an email yesterday, and for some reason I don't see it. But at the bottom of the chat box, there's a money sign next to the subscribe button. And people have subscribed for $5 a month. I even had somebody on Locals uh, subscribe, and I haven't even started using Locals. Somebody on Locals subscribes for $100 a month. I don't even, it's crazy to give me $100 a month. I'm not pocketing that money. That money's going towards good things. I'm not on Rumble to make money, I'm on Rumble for the messaging. Yes, I own a cigar company. Yes, I self-sponsor. Of course, I want you to support my business, but I'm not asking you for money. But there is that dollar sign there. And what people were doing, I noticed, and I, and I didn't see it in a few episodes, people were hitting it and getting giving a dollar, a dollar, a dollar, a dollar. One episode, there was like $30. Another episode, there was like $40. Another episode, there was like $16. And I didn't know until I got the email. It didn't notify me that anybody donated. Apparently, if you go in there and you, you, they call it Rumble Rants. I didn't know what it was until I Googled it yesterday when I got the emails. Like, what is this Rumble Rants? And I had to Google it to see what it was. Apparently, you hit that dollar sign. It's like a YouTube super chat. And if you give $5 or $10, you can actually write a rant and then it glows in the chat. Or you can, whether it's a question, whatever it is. I'm not, I'm not asking you to do it. I'm just explaining what it is because I didn't know. Then it made sense when I saw it and I saw other channels. Oh, that's what that was. I had no idea how it worked. So if you, if you, if you end up doing that, I just want you to know that I'm not pocketing that money to go, you know, ha have a good time. That anybody that does that for on Rumble, that money is going to go towards other, other things. Um, like, uh, like I said, the Patriot Freedom Project or, campaigns that America America first uh, candidates only and things like that so again I didn't know what rumble rants are and I I really 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 am enjoying rumble I think it's a great platform and they're doing great things and they're going to be doing more things so rumble's where it's at you know let's start with um a couple uh truths from Donald Trump you may have seen him you may have not but we're going to talk about them because he's he's um, surrendering in, in uh, Georgia this week, Fulton County. So this is one that he put out. Can you believe it? I'll be going to Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday to be arrested by a radical left district attorney, Fannie Willis, who was overseeing one of the greatest murder and violent crime disasters in American history. Because Atlanta is just riddled with crime. There was that video going viral of the car, that of that pickup truck that ran people over in the street. Uh, it, 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 it's been all over. In my case, the trip to Atlanta is not for murder, but for making a perfect phone call. She campaigned and it was and is continuing to campaign and raise money on this witch hunt. This is in strict coordination with Crooked Joe Biden's DOJ. It is all about election interference. 100%. This is all election interference. 
rigged the election in 2020, arresting him and indicting him four times with 91 counts, making it seem like Orange Man is really bad. And they're going to keep doing it, and they're going to keep doing more. And I, I've, I've been thinking a lot about this. Uh, I think the RNC is going to take a major shot at Donald Trump after he wins the primary. <clears throat> and I think... I'm not trying to be a black pillar. Let me, let me, I want to get to this other truth also. And then I want to talk a little bit about it. The failed district attorney of Fulton County, Atlanta, phony Fannie Willis, I'm surprised he didn't put phony in there, insisted on a $200,000 bond from me. I assume, therefore, that she thought I was a flight risk. <laughs> I'd fly far away, maybe to Russia, 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 share a gold dome suite with Vladimir, never to be seen or heard from again. Would I be able to take my very understated airplane with the gold Trump affixed for all to see? Probably not. I'd be much better off flying commercial. I'm sure nobody would recognize me. Could you imagine Donald Trump? And this is something that I think the, I, I played, uh, what is it, CNN? Some moron was like, you know, Donald Trump really poses a flight risk now. How is Donald Trump a flight risk? Where is he going to go and never, ever be recognized? Like, why would he go? His Secret Service, he'd have to evade all of that. It's, it would never, ever happen. $200,000, a past president that's going to show up to court, who's running for president, who has Secret Service protection, and is the most recognizable man, the most recognizable face in the world, not even the country, the world. Where is he going? This again, look, $200,000. He's going to have conditions of release. They're going to threaten him with arrest if he talks to any of his co-defendants. First of all, Donald Trump is not getting detained. He's not getting handcuffs, although he should demand. He should have demanded handcuffs every single time they indicted him, all four times. Take my mugshot, put me in handcuffs, do it. Those mugshot photos... An authentic one be the best fundraising piece of merchandise in American history. That's a fact. Oh, there goes my dog barking in the morning. He's such an idiot. I'm surprised. I don't know why he's not down here laying next to me. Anyway, so the Uniparty's attack, because it's not just the Democrats, people, it is literally attorneys and other organizations from the left and the right going after. Donald J. Trump, because they are terrified of his polling, they are terrified of the support he's getting, and they are terrified that he will step foot into the Oval Office once again. They will stop at nothing. And <clears throat> I, I was having a conversation with Roan from Steak for Breakfast podcast yesterday, who, again, if you're not Checking out Steak for Breakfast podcast, you're doing yourself a big disservice. They're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, they're audio only. I make appearances there every once in a while. Uh, the Trump surrogates running through their podcast, members of Congress, really, really great, funny, just different type of political commentary. Um, great show. They drop episodes every Tuesday and Friday every week, about two, two and a half hour episodes. And, uh, it's, it's just great. It's great stuff. So you should definitely check out Steak for Breakfast Podcast. Good friends over there. And uh, my favorite political podcast ever. 
So I see some stuff going on in the chat. Hold on. I, I try to I try to pay attention. I, I think I do an all right job. Oh, we got a hog in the chat. The hog man. Hog. Miguelifornia is going to be very happy. He knows it's coming. He's going to be happy. You memers. Band mom, good morning. The lunacy, he'd be recognized in a second. Of course. <clears throat> they just slowly but surely are trying to weigh him down until they can attempt to take him off the ballot, which is what it's really about. 100%. We're going to get into that because that is my biggest concern. Not indictments, not these trials, not these cases, because those are all bullshit. And it's it's a distraction for what they're really trying to do. But it's all kind of balled into one pile of shit, for lack of a better word. Hold on a second. Uh, you know what I like about live, why I do live? When I first started my show years ago, I, I was doing pre-recorded editing. It was such a pain in the ass. And I was trying to be like, and it was like aiming for perfection because I didn't really know how the podcast world worked and you, you see all these shows. And then I'm like, oh, this is stupid. I want to do live shows. I want to be raw, unfiltered, and uncensored. I want to fumble my words if it if it happens. I want to be live and human and actually talk to you people and, you know, tell you to hold on while I need a sip of coffee and on Friday night sit and smoke a cigar and hang out and not really care. Like, you know, I'm not a news actor. I'm Joe Blow, American over here, just talking about crap going on. You know what I mean? So I, lo I love these lives. <clears throat> I obviously hate when they screw with the live streams, but, you know, it is what it is. All right. We may go a little over nine o'clock today. That's okay. I got really nothing going on until I got to go and see 45 at Bedminster today. It's funny because I, when I was with him last Sunday, he got a, he, he got <clears throat> uh, indicted on Monday and then we're going to see him today. And then on Thursday, two days and he's going in to get arrested. I like when things go well too, Hog. I really do. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. It's the morning. I'm still clearing myself out. You're going to have to deal with it, people. Left and right legal scholars challenge Trump eligibility on the 14th Amendment, the so-called insurrection. I I'm going to answer that question right after this AP Unfiltered because it's a good question. <clears throat> and I have a, a great answer and a solution. So... There is nothing right now, okay? First of all, the so-called insurrection, that never happened because it's not an insurrection. Even the FBI said it. No one has been charged with insurrection. They charged some, so, uh, some, some uh, proud boys with seditious conspiracy, people who weren't even there. Why didn't they charge Donald Trump with seditious conspiracy? Which is weird, because if they really wanted to get rid of him, they would have charged him with that. Why not? Because he wasn't in the Capitol. He was on a stage as President of the United States, contesting the election, telling people if they wanted to protest to do it peacefully and patriotically. But of course, they, they, they chopped that up in the deceptive editing. They're gonna, so they're going to they're resurrect the insurrection. <clears throat> Not that it really died because everybody was, even the left is speaking about it, but now you're going to have the Uniparty talking about it a lot. And here you go. Legal scholars on both the left 
and the right are launching an attempt to disqualify Donald Trump from the 2024 presidential election on the basis of the claim that he engaged in so-called insurrection as cited by the 14th Amendment, which is categorically false. None of that happened. He did not incite or have anything to do with any type of insurrection that didn't happen. Some Democrats have argued for years that Trump should be barred from running for office again. That was the object of the failed second impeachment of Trump, which was tried in the Senate after he had already left office in 2021. And he was acquitted twice in the Senate. Others, such as former Clinton administration Labor Secretary Robert Reich, have claimed that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment applies to Trump. That section bars those who have previously held public office and have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof from holding either state or federal office. He just answered his own question because he did none of that. He did none of that. But th this is what they're going to do. Reich has recently joined by, was joined by legal scholars William Bowd and Michael Stokes Paulson, both never Trump members, of course, of the otherwise conservative Federalist Society, who wrote in the University of Pennsylvania Law Review that Section 3 disqualifies former President Donald Trump and potential many others because of their participation in the attempted overthrow of the 2020 presidential election. There was no attempted overthrow of the 2020 presidential election. They were all going to contest it. And then this bullshit happened that was instigated by the federal government and the antagonizers that they put in place, whether it be federal assets, FBI agents, it was all by design because they knew, they knew if, if the riots never happened, they would have had over 100 members of Congress signed on with senators by their sides to contest the 2020 election. And that's not what they wanted on national TV. So what happened? <clears throat> January 6th happened, and they already knew when it was going to unfold that they were going to sell it as an insurrection and an attempted overthrow of the government. Because even the weeks prior and the months prior, they were saying if Donald Trump loses the election, they're going to have to bring the military in to pull him out from behind the Resolute desk because he just will not go. It's all a game. It's all a game. And this is all part of the of the uniparty. It's all, the, these lawyers go on. They just they note in describing these events, we rely generally here and throughout on the public record assembled by the House January 6th committee, the kangaroo committee, the scam, the Hollywood, the badly Hollywood produced January 6th committee that was all scripted. They do not note that the committee was one-sided, that it was often inaccurate in its public statements, and that it destroyed much, much of the evidence it gathered when that evidence did not help it implicate Trump. Wow, that didn't help implicate Trump in this so-called insurrection? Destroy it. And then they destroyed everything. Everything that they gathered in their investigation was not in the January 6th report, and that's another scam. Adam Soyboy Kinzinger and all these other ones. Well, what do you mean? There's no evidence destroyed. Everything was public knowledge put out in the January 6th committee report, which is complete and utter bullshit because there were things that they had that they did not make it into the report. Why? Why was it not kept in congressional record? Why? Why did they destroy it? 
why. We know why. Rhetorical questions. Because there are things in that information that can help Donald Trump. There are things in that information that can help January 6th political prisoners. Destroy it. Because you know why? Fuck you, that's why. There you go. That is the harsh truth, people. That's what the Uniparty, both Republicans and Democrats, the January 6th committee, the FBI, the CIA, the ATF, because fuck you, that's why. They don't have to give you an answer. They don't have to give us an answer. That is a fact. So, this is what they're going to do. Forget about all these indictments. Because even if he was convicted of everything, he could still run for president. There's nothing in any of these indictments and any of these charges that would bar him from running for president of the United States. There's no insurrection charge. There will be no insurrection conviction. There's no seditious conspiracy charge to overthrow the government. There will be no seditious conspiracy conviction. Unless they pull something and want to add an additional charge. It wouldn't surprise me. Just like they add sentencing enhancements after you're already convicted and pretty much saying, well, this is what you're looking at. Oh, by the way, we know you're going to get sentenced a week from now, but we're going to add this enhancement and it's going to add another four, six, eight years to your sentence. Oh, that's what makes people kill themselves or go on the run, which we're seeing right now in real time with January 6th defendants. So listen, again, forget about, forget about the indictments and all of that. Let's look at the real issue. They want to remove him from the ballot by any means necessary. You already have states calling for it. You have Pretty Boy Gavin Newsom calling it for it. You even have DeSantis accounts, DeSantis influencer accounts with seven, eight, ten thousand more followers saying that the states need to find ways and have the balls to pull Donald Trump off the ballot because they know DeSantis clan, they know that's the only way they can win. They know. The only way DeSantis has a shot of being the nominee, well, I don't know, in some, to- in some polls, he's running fourth. Fourth place, Ron DeSantis. America's governor, the most popular governor, getting beat out by people like the Twinkie King of New Jersey, Chris Crispy. I won't call him Chris Christie anymore. Crispy like Krispy Kreme. It just rolls off the tongue. And, and Vivek Ramaswamy, who just came out of nowhere. Actually, he reminds me, uh, I don't know how I feel about him. I don't trust him. I feel like, you know, Obama was a know-nothing senator. He was a nobody senator, and all of a sudden he was president of the United States. Change, hope, and all this bullshit, Manchurian candidate. And it's like Vivek Ramaswamy came out of nowhere, and he's polling better than Ron DeSantis. Is Ron DeSantis that bad that Vivek Ramaswamy is polling better? I mean, seriously. It's like you have to ask yourself, who the hell is Vivek? What? It's wild, but again, forget about the legal offensive against Donald Trump, and that and, and it's and that's sinister and evil in itself of what they're doing and what they want to do. They want him to die in prison, but you have all these left wing joining with the right wing law professors and lawyers and great minds. They're all morons. They're arguing that the Fourteenth Amendment will prevent Trump from running for office ever again without any criminal conviction. Forget about the criminal convictions. They want to do this. They don't even care about the criminal convictions. 
they they still want to bring up, well, he incited insurrection and everything else. January 6th, he should be barred from running from federal or any office. So basically they're arguing that he is guilty until proven innocent. And that's just how things go now. You're guilty until proven innocent, especially if you're Donald Trump or a Republican. So, yeah, this is, this, is, this is the backup plan. This is the backup plan, and it's obvious. Um, again, even if all of Crooked Jack Smith's and phony Fanny Willis's rigged charges, even if they flop and fail, which they're going to, their plan, their plan, and this is coming from Republicans, and this is coming from obviously Democrats. They want to get swing state radicals, okay, who are willing to just unilaterally, unilaterally, I can't even say it, <laughs> unilaterally, just all together, just kick Trump off the ballot, just get him off the ballot so that no way. Will the 2024 presidential race be winnable for Donald Trump? Because nobody wins on a write-in. Let's face it. Let's be real. And this is what they want to do. And then I ask you, would you be surprised? Would you be surprised if this happens? If swing states manage to remove Donald Trump from the ballot? Because if that happens and it's allowed, it's over. It's over. We're done. We're back in the dark ages. It's done. <clears throat> you have to look at it and ask yourself, like, who is the biggest enemy of democratic elections? Is it our side? Is it the RNC? Is it the Democrats? Is it just both of them working together? Elite Democrats, the Soroses and others, they're arguing again that the Constitution right now, as it reads, it prohibits Donald Trump from ever being president again. And I think as they work on that, they're distracting us with all of these indictments and arrests because they have Donald Trump talking about that, which means we're, we're paying attention to that. Okay? The long game, Donald Trump is running for president. That's what we need to focus on. Getting him elected by any means necessary, obviously, by campaigning and fundraising and grassroots groundwork because on the other side of it what they're not talking about is the hard work that's being done to get him erased from the ballot and that's i think what we need to pay attention to because i don't believe for one second the rnc is going to be behind donald trump when he wins the primary because donald trump is going to win the primary okay when he wins the primary I just have this gut feeling that the RNC is going to pull the biggest fuckery known in American politics, and they are going to themselves, with the pressure of the uniparty and with the pressure of the elites, with the threat of funding, defunding, from tremendous donors that make the RNC what they are, do not allow Donald Trump to be the candidate and that they will disqualify him for some reason and it'll come from the rnc 
And they will turn around to every MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter and say, you're not in charge. We are. And you will sit back and you will eat it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Remember that scene in the Goodfellas, in Goodfellas when Joe Pesci was becoming a made guy and they brought him in that garage and Robert De Niro and uh, Nick Liotta, uh, they were at the diner waiting for the phone call that Joe Pesci was going to be a made guy. Joe Pesci walks in the garage and takes a bullet to the back of the head. This is the scene playing in my mind. Not that they're going to kill or assassinate Donald Trump. That's not what I'm saying. I, I'm making the comparison is Donald Trump's going to win the primary. So he's going to be made the made guy at the RNC, right? At the convention, he's going to accept the nomination. Except there's going to be no nomination for him to accept. They're going to disqualify him. And then we are, we are the people at the diner, the Henry Hill, you know, Nick Leota and Robert De Niro waiting for that call. And then they let us know, they tell us he's gone and there's nothing you can do about it. That is um, what I, f I, I am not, I'm not overstretching and I'm, I'm not overthinking it. I'm just thinking about it. And I think the RNC is going to be the ultimate nail in Donald Trump's coffin. This is what they're going to attempt. And what's going to happen next? It's going to be explosive. Imagine that. We're breaking our asses to get this man through the primary. So we can break our asses even more to get him through the general. And then Rona Botox lips is going to succumb to all of the pressure of the left and the right uniparty and all of the donors to say, if you give him the nomination and allow him to be the, the Republican nominee for president, we'll never give you another dime again. The gravy train is over and we always win. And I listen, I'm Rona, Rona, I don't think wants, she's not that I, I don't think, I know she doesn't want Donald Trump as a nominee. And this is the giant uniparty attack on Donald Trump. It's either that or, or they're going to take him out, one or the other, which is, is, is a whole other, I don't even want to talk about it. But nothing, nothing, nothing surprises me. And have you ever seen institutions fight against fight for preventing someone to take office or be president of the United States more than Donald Trump besides a sitting president that threatened to shatter the CIA into, you know, a million pieces and they, you know, blew his brains out in his convertible. It's, um, it's really concerning. It is. So, I don't know. You tell me what you think. What do you think the ultimate solution? What do you think the ultimate objective is? What do you think they're going to... Are they going to succeed? Are they going to succeed in, in ripping Donald Trump's name off ballots in swing states? Let other states follow suit? I mean, every blue state will be... be yeah, let's do it. Let's rip his name off. And you know you're going to get these rhino governors that are going to allow it for the sake of the party. Because I, I believe that the RNC's true attitude is 
anyone wearing a Make America Great Again hat is not part of the Republican Party, which is fine because I don't want to be part of the Republican Party. I'll never vote for anyone else but Donald Trump in this election. And if that means not voting, I, I'm that's just where I am. I'm not I'm not I would never sign a pledge to to uh, support the nominee. Whoever that might be, it's Trump and only Trump. And if we can't get him in another four years, well, you know what? Sit back, sit back and gear up and just hope we can duck and weave enough to make it until maybe something comes along. But I don't even know what the solution is, but it's, um, I'm really, really feeling the enemy vibe from the RNC, especially now that they're allowing Fox to ban Trump surrogates from the debate on Wednesday because they're all butthurt that Donald Trump is not going to be there. Donald Trump still not being there will still suck some of the oxygen out of that room, especially since he's going to be doing the Trump and Tucker interview at the same time. And to answer your question, I think it was ban mom from what I was, from what I, I understand that the, um, um, the interview was, pre-recorded and will air at the same time. Uh, I, I, it's not going to be live. It's, it's already, I believe it was already pre-recorded because uh, Tucker Carlson, I, I think he may still be in Hungary. I'm not sure. Um, he was there. But uh, let's see. I'm just going through the chat to see there was something that caught my eye. Yeah, well, that's the real question is, is what do we do if the 2024 election will be rigged again? Then what? I think we're going to be beyond rigging in 2024, uh, Maya Barber. I really do. I think that they're not going to allow Donald Trump to be uh, electable or meaning that on the ballot for 2024. I, I don't know what to think. I don't know. There's, there's so many moving parts and there's so many distractions and the... Again, I just truly believe all of these indictments have nothing to do with it. That is all distraction from the real operation of removing him from the ballot so that we don't even have the option and that they look at us and say, again, screw you. You people are nothing. And they're going to step on our necks and say, that's over for you people. Like Donald Trump is done. And, and I, I hope and pray that they do not succeed. I mean, we just have to listen. I'll watch the, I, I will watch the whole GOP burn to the ground before I support anybody else this, this, this cycle. <clears throat> All right. So. A uh, man in Utah was gunned down by FBI after raiding his home because he was going to assassinate. Yeah, and, that, and that's bullshit. He wasn't going to assassinate Biden. There was no reason for them to shoot a 75-year-old, 300-pound man. What if Trump turns himself in while we're watching the debates? No, he's turning himself in on Thursday. Thursday, he's going to Georgia, not Wednesday. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. There was another one. Um. AP filtered. You had asked something I wanted to go and oh, here we go. We were talking about pre-recorded and live shows because you do a show also. Everybody, if you're in the chat, um, AP unfiltered, who's pretty much been in the chat every morning now, he has a Rumble channel also. Go and follow it. That you do pre-records, trying to get in position where I feel comfortable in live. Any advice? Yes, not care. 
So when I started doing lives and looking at the camera, what I picture is I'm in a room with a hundred people and I'm just talking to people because it's never easy to talk to a camera. It's not, especially if you don't have a guest or if you don't have a co-host and you're just doing it yourself. And that's why I think it's so great to do live when you have the live chat. And there are a lot of people that do lives and ignore the live chat. They don't even interact with them. And I'm like, well, I, I, I'd rather watch people on lives speaking to the chat and speaking about what's going on. So it's um, confidence. It's just one of those don't care what anybody thinks about you because I don't. I, and I hate the sound of my own voice. I won't even watch my shows because I hate the sound of my own voice on recording and, and shows and media. But I do it anyway. Uh, and just not care. And just act as if. Don't, don't, don't think too much into it. Don't try to read off a teleprompter when you're doing live because if you're not good at it, people are going to know. It's just authentic. It's you. You have to be the same in person as you are on your show. Because if you're any different and people realize it, you're just another phony. Well, why is he like this on the on the show and he's not like this in a real person in real life? Like this is this is who I am, you know. So listen, people, we have we have a lot to deal with as far as what I believe our own party meaning, because I yeah, I, I hate I'm not an I'm registered Republican. I am. I always have been, but I don't I don't I'm not part of the GOP because like even my local GOP, I think is shit. They're all just establishment garbage. And I I want I'm I'm America first. Like I'm I'm what what's good for this country? Not what's good for Ukraine and what's good for this one and what's good for that one. No. And until we all take a stand and, and, and actually start thinking and acting that way, we're never going to win. And the, the uh, shills in the RNC, along with the uniparty globalists, the Democrats, they're all working together, a big club, and we ain't in it. They're going to keep control. They're going to keep power. They're going to keep knocking us down a few pegs until... It just gets to a breaking point. And I'll tell you, it's like they almost want it to be a breaking point because I don't want to see what happens or hear about what might happen around this country. And I hope it never, ever, ever does because we are not those people. But unfortunately, people just get pressed to the point where they just feel desperate and left out. Where if they turn around and Donald Trump wins the primary and they remove him from the ballot, or they remove him from ballots and they disqualify him at that point after he wins the primary. I don't want to see what the reactions are going to be because I, I, I think this country is going to implode. I just do. And I, I don't want to see it at all. Meanwhile, we have a president who's just flesh and bones. I'm going to get into tomorrow morning. I'm going to get into some Maui updates. Uh, you know, Joe Biden went there after 13 days. He was not welcomed nicely. But I want to talk about that uh, tomorrow. So I also wanted to bring up <clears throat> I can't listen to my voice either. I sound so country. <laughs> <clears throat> I sound so New York. 
I'm going to go have a cup of coffee and some water. I'm from Long Island. <laughs> I always get I always get made fun of. But then it's funny. I meet people and they're like, oh, I like your accent. And I'm like, I don't have an accent. What are you talking about? I don't have an accent. Shut up. I don't know if you guys saw Chris Christie's uh, <clears throat> preparing heavily for the debate. And they got a a uh, an unfiltered image of Chris Crispy Christie <laughs> heading to the debate. I don't know who made this. There's no watermark on it. <clears throat> I wish there was, but this was pretty awesome. I like this a lot. <laughs> yes, thank you. Please, please smash the like button if you haven't already. The little thumbs up button. It's at the bottom of the uh, right below the video. Rumble kind of changed the format a little bit. But it's right there. Hit the thumbs up. The thumbs up really help. Tickles the algorithm and gets uh gets us recommended. So here, the Twinkie King of New Jersey. Well, I guess maybe he's the donut king here. He's on his way to the debate to just own everybody. Because I'm Chris Christie, the Twinkie King of New Jersey. Anyway, I see no filters on that picture. <laughs> Me neither. There's no filters. That's legit. Uh, that's That's a legit photo. So, go back to really quick. I meant to pull this up. The um, first of all, this whole thing with the two hundred thousand dollar bond. I've never ever seen, and I have a couple messages out. I got. I'm, I'm wait. I got to see if I get any responses from attorney friends. And you get arrested. You get arraigned. When you go to arraignment, that's technically when you're arrested. That is when they read the charges. The prosecution recommends a bail, cash bond. The def your defense attorney sells you as the pillar of the community and that you're not a flight risk and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then the judge arraigns you, gives you your next court case. <clears throat> but before that, decides if he's going to remand you to jail for the duration because you're such a flight risk and piece of shit. <laughs> or gives you an amount for cash bond. Right then at the arraignment, which Donald Trump is going to be arraigned, ultimately arrested, arraigned on Thursday in Georgia. What, and it, obviously there was a meeting, because there was a couple articles, there's a meeting between the Trump lawyers and, and the Georgia DA's office on this $200,000 bond that they agreed on. The whole pre-arraignment bond agreement is weird. I've never seen that before. I don't know. Maybe somebody else has. But here's the whole, here's the thing. The consent bond order for defendant Donald John Trump, the biggest arch criminal in American history. He makes Al Capone look like Moses. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else. The above captioned matter, having come before the court for consideration of bond and with consent of counsel for the state of Georgia and for the defendant, the court hereby grants and orders that bond is set in the matter as follows. Count one, violation of Georgia RICO Act. Bullshit. $80,000. I can't wait till they rip that apart. Count five, criminal solicitation, 10000 Count nine, criminal conspiracy, 10000 Count 11 through count 19 is 10000 each. Count 27, <clears throat> filing false documents, 10000 Count 28, criminal solicitation, 10,000. 
Count 29, false statements, 10,000. Count 38, criminal solicitation, 10,000. Count 39, false statements, 10,000. For a grand total of $200,000. Which is nothing to Donald Trump. And it's funny because they you have the Democrats screaming about this too. Only 200000 He's a billionaire. He should be remanded to prison or made, made to pay $100 million and blah, 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 and rotten jail. Shut up. Shut up. But what's crazy is that the DeSantis camp is like that they're they're reading from the leftist playbook. It's really sick. It really is. Oh, I want to give a shout out um to what was it uh Larry from Michigan. I don't know if he watches the morning show. I would imagine he he has to because oh, there's the dog again. There he is. My my beast. So Larry from Michigan went on my went to the cigar website, mypatriotcigars.com, and he purchased 20 cigars for deployed service members. And yesterday, um, I was a Kathy from San Jose. She had bought 10 cigars for deployed service members. So that's pretty amazing. They used promo code MAGA, which got the 25% off. And that's how I know that it came from the show because that the promo code MAGA is just from the MAGA morning show. So that's how they had to have heard about it. So I, I really appreciate it. And I, we have a, a big order going out. I think the beginning of next week, we're going to be sending out the orders for the deployed service members. And what that is, like, I'll do it. If you go to, I'll do it now. If you go to mypatriotcigars.com, it's my company. I own the cigar company, big into cigars. If you've seen my evening shows, I'm always smoking one. So this is my brand, my blends, uh, Nicaraguan Puro Tobacco, the best cigar tobacco in the world. And if you go to mypatriotcigars.com, you can get yourself some great cigars. Or if you don't, so smoke cigars yourself and you have someone in the family that does that always appreciates them you can get a sampler pack for them and try them all you can get merch you can get gift cards we even have monthly cigar subscriptions at every level and we have this which is the buy a, a cigar for a deployed service member and what this does this enables us to get cigars for you actually to purchase a, a cigar for a deployed service member at a deep discounted rate and then on top of that you can use MAGA for 25% off and we will um, basically send through a third party uh, cigars for anyone who's deployed overseas or in country they're always requesting cigars you know it's a morale thing and it, it just uh, it's like one of the top three items that they ask for a cigar. So give deployed service members the flavor of home with a Patriot cigar. You buy the cigar at a a discounted rate, we get it in the hands of a deployed Patriot in the United States Armed Forces. That's how it works. We send, you could send your support and give thanks. And again, we ship them out. They're $9.95 on the website per cigar. And that's before you get the 25% off by using promo code MAGA. And that's the entire site, the promo code, mypatriotcigars.com. Shirts, hats, cigars, obviously. And uh, again, Larry from Michigan, wherever you're watching or listening, thank you for buying me 20 cigars for deployed service members and using promo code MAGA. It's, it's really, um, really thoughtful and generous of you. And uh, again, yesterday, the Kathy from San Jose, who I know is always in the chat because she commented on the Rumble, on the, on Rumble yesterday afternoon saying, you know, thanks for the shout out. So again, you got a shout out again today also, Kathy. And Larry from Michigan, thank you for the 20 cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, which is always up there on the screen too. 
uh, 25% off free shipping on orders over a hundred bucks. So thank you for those who support the business. I really greatly appreciate it. The same business that the DeSantis camp called for a public boycott of. Yes, they did. If you haven't heard on Twitter, they were calling, they were calling me a misogynist. They were calling me a Trump supporting scumbag and that they should Bud Light my business, mypatriotcigars.com, because I support Donald Trump. And so basically they want to put me out of business. I employ veterans and first responders. I support veterans, first responders, January 6th defendants with proceeds of my business. And DeSantis, like his hatred for January 6ers, the DeSantis camp hates Patriot-owned businesses because they called for a boycott of mine. So to that I say, Screw you. All right, moving right along. Hunter Biden. Listen, this whole Trump thing, I'm just going to say this. Look at the big picture, people. And it's horrible what they're doing to him in the judicial system. That's just, that's just the surface. It's nothing. I think it's a distraction. I know, it, I know deep down it's a distraction for what they're really doing. And I think people need to pay attention more within their states, especially if you're in a swing state, to find out the fights, look it up, Google it, ask around in your local communities. What are they doing to try to remove Donald Trump's name for the ballot? And then you would probably be, I would love to know what you find out in your local communities. Because I think that's, that's the play. That's the play. Swing states, other states, blue states, as many states, all of the states, Get Donald Trump's name off the ballot. Because then, for sure, unwinnable. Okay. Three more Hunter Biden lawyers move to withdraw from case. Hmm. Wonder why. What's the real reason Hunter Biden's lawyers want to ditch him? Three more of Hunter Biden's defense attorneys moved to withdraw from the case on Friday after lead attorney Chris Clark withdrew last week. So that means, what, four attorneys? I mean, there'll be attorneys lined right up again, looking to grift, looking to grab the, the, the Biden money and lying and doing whatever they can to get their name and uh, out in the public for notoriety. Because realize, the, the higher the profile case for an attorney, the more notoriety, the more people are going to call them, the more money is going to end up in their pocket. I mean, we're not stupid here. Latham and Watkins LLP attorneys, Michael, I'm sorry, Brian C. McManus, Timothy H. Mc. Carton and Matthew S. Salerno requested permission from the judge to withdraw from the case after the judge dismissed the plea deal on August 17th. Moving forward, prosecutors expect the case to go to trial where it would be likely be tried in Delaware, California. Uh, this is... So let's see if we could play this video. I don't know if it's going to play. It's probably going to give me an ad and it's going to aggravate. With us now, oh, no. counsel to Hunter Biden, attorney Abby Lowell. Abby, thank you so much for being with us. What in the world happened? Mm -hmm. That was a mess. So we, we were about to get a deal. Suddenly it blows apart. Uh, why? We were going to get a deal. You well, hear morning, Joe? If you were in court or if you've read the reports, the principal issue, as you can see and hear, was a misunderstanding or disagreement between the two sides as to what the deal covered in terms of future possibilities. And so, Joe, there are three possibilities to why it broke down. The first possibility is that the prosecutors who wrote it, it's their document, 
didn't understand what they were writing and therefore weren't sure why it would be that we would want a firm commitment that this was the end of the investigation. The second possibility is that they actually did know but misstated to us that they had an agreement. Or the third is that they hoped nobody would understand and that it wouldn't be revealed that that's what they intended. And then they kind of dissembled in the courtroom. So you could pick that, but I can help you answer that three possibilities with the following question. What group of competent attorneys on the defense side would allow their client to plead to a misdemeanor on a Monday, knowing that the government could prosecute their client on a Wednesday for a felony? It would never happen. So did the prosecutors act in bad faith? And if they did, why? Well, as I said, you'll have to talk to them. I can give you the theoretical three possibilities. I can tell you right. that defense attorneys wouldn't do what they think happened. And so now you have to decide. But I don't know what they did. But I do know that there's only three possibilities. Yeah, so uh, Chairman Cohen keeps going after Hunter uh, Biden, and I must say he keeps embarrassing himself time and again. Uh, I won't even go through all of the missteps he's made. But I am wondering, have you all considered having Hunter Biden testify in Congress before that committee? I think that's just premature, but I think as you pointed out before your break and what you just said now, you have to have a serious congressional proceeding in order to consider having somebody like your client come. And there's been nothing serious about this set of proceedings. This is a set of Republican chair people who have done the least the following. They basically started by admitting that the whole point of their proceeding was to use his phrase, move the political needle. Since then, they've basically said the reason the United States is helping Ukraine because of the bribes that occurred between the two. Then they have said that the reason that the Titan submarine news was suppressed was to cover up for the deal that was going to be announced for Hunter. Marjorie Taylor Greene used an oversight hearing in order to show naked photos of our client. Comer has basically just been bragging that he's the one to use his phrase, who shoved the plea bar up the you-know-what of the Justice Department. There have been allegations <laughs> that there was a whistleblower, which turns out to be first, they said the guy was missing, and then it turns out that he is a fugitive and that he's involved in obstruction and being a foreign agent. With that panoply and laundry list of the things that these members of Congress have done until they show that they have a serious intent, are operating within the rules, and have a proper legislative purpose, nobody would go before them. So I got to stop it there. Literally, everything that came out of this attorney's mouth, and it's wild because he's on MSNBC. You have Morning Joe talking about it. We gonna, we this, we that, Hunter. We're all on the same team because they are. So listen, the whole thing with Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and, the, and the pictures of, of Hunter Biden naked, everybody saw the laptop. And I'm not a fan of Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm sorry. You can get mad at me. I'm not. I, I, she, she completely turned into something just, I don't know what she turned into. It's Kevin McCarthy's lap dog. I am not a fan of Marjorie Taylor Greene at all. Nothing about her I like anymore. Um, she's a do nothing. She's a mouthpiece that does nothing. And okay, we have some pictures of Hunter Biden naked. I mean, all right, she knew it was going to get a lot of, a lot of news, a lot, a lot of, uh, eyes on it. Big deal. Means nothing. We saw it already in the laptop. All the financial records are not BS. All of the, they want to rip apart somebody because the government is targeting them as, as, as a fugitive. Um, it, it's, it's all nonsense. And what's going to happen is there more things are going to come out about Hunter Biden 
and then they'll probably just decide to indict Donald Trump in Arizona because, again, pig pile Katie Hobbs in Arizona is already looking to uh, convene a grand jury, investigate, and indict Donald Trump for questioning the 2020 election. But why are all of the lawyers um, bailing? I, I We don't know why. Brian C. McManus, counsel for the defendant, Robert Hunter Biden, and respectfully request his honorable court to withdraw all appearances for the law firm of Latham and Watkins LLP as counsel for the defendant in the above-captioned matter. The motion reads, Mr. Biden has been advised of and consents to our withdrawal. He also agrees this withdrawal will cause no material adverse effect or prejudice to him and remains completely satisfied with <clears throat> Messrs. Lowell's and Jones continued representation of him. The document continues. So they're also saying that the lawyers may have to uh, testify in other cases. It's just odd that especially right after this, David Weiss was appointed the special counsel for Hunter Biden, which is just odd too. Like they, it, it, it's all by design. I don't know. It, it's uh, the whole Hunter Biden thing is going to, I think, fall flat. The Joe, Bi Joe Biden's not going to get in trouble for anything. Hunter Biden's going to get some bullshit if he gets anything at all. And he'll work out a deal. Again, it's all by design. I, I think I wish the Republicans would get more in tunes to what we spoke about earlier on the RNC, the Rhinos, the Uniparty attempting to remove Donald Trump from the ballots. Because I'm not saying don't stop investigating these people. Again, Joe Biden. I mean, Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, he should have been impeached already, or at least proceedings to it. Meritless Garland, the Attorney General, should be investigated hardcore, and impeachment proceedings should be coming for that, for willingly weaponizing the DOJ. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like, again... I don't trust any of them anymore. None of them. And there's really, I don't think there's any of them that I trust in, in as far as uh, re Republican members of Congress or anything like that. What are they doing? I mean, they're on vacation right now. They come back in September. But unless they're willing to get into the fight and actually start doing things like holding Alejandro Mayorkas accountable for the southern border and crimes against humanity down there and other things, who now is, is going around saying that climate change is our biggest threat, by the way. Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, our biggest threat is climate change. He said it. There's a video of it, not the other day. I don't have it now. Maybe I'll play it in the next day or so. I'll grab it. But, and then again, Meritless Garland for what's happening with the DOJ. And then you have Hunter Biden's lawyers threatening to put Joe Biden on the stand if Hunter's charged. So if Hunter Biden's charged for anything, so we're going to put Joe Biden on the stand. Well, Joe Biden's a sitting president, so I doubt that would happen anyway. I'm sure presidential immunity and things like that would come into play. And right now, they're more worried about you know presidential debates and Donald Trump not showing up, which he shouldn't show up anyway. 
He shouldn't be there. And I guarantee you that debate, which I'm not going to watch. I'm sure I'll see clips of because I'm going to watch the Tucker interview. Actually, Wednesday night, I'm not even going to be by a TV. So I'll see it at some point. Um, but now they're Fox News is banning the Trump surrogates from their debate spin room where they have interviews for, for the press and everything. They're still all going. Don Jr., Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Byron Donald, uh, Kim Guilfoyle, and I think Carrie Lake. They're all going and they're going to, you know, do counter interviews to um, defend Donald Trump. But still, with Donald Trump not there, he's going to be taking the oxygen out of the room by his Tucker interview airing. And I'm imagining, again, I'll say it again, I think it would be a great drinking game that every time they mention Donald Trump at the debates when he's not even in the room, you take a shot. Because I think that's all they're going to talk about is Donald Trump. If you're going to watch it, I say this, pay attention. And I'll watch it at some point, not live, but I'll I'll see the clips also. I have a feeling that you're not going to hear much policy uh, initiative or or what they want to do. And you're going to hear the infighting amongst themselves, attacking each other and attacking Donald Trump. That's what you're going to hear in the debate. And it's going to be useless. It's not going to be entertaining. Maybe it will be entertaining, and we'll see. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll leave it there. I, uh, I'll be back. Oh, so We the People Radio is not happening tonight. Uh, it was we, it was going to happen last night, but it, it couldn't for unforeseen circumstances on my part. We're probably just going to do uh, Thursday because Freedom for James Curry is going to the Reawaken tour in Vegas. So it looks like Thursday night, 8.30 p.m., we'll be doing uh, most likely Freedom Friday, but we'll be doing Freedom Thursday. Uh, but I'll be back tomorrow morning, um, I hope. Depends on how late I'm back from the event tonight, but I'm pretty sure I'll be bright and early, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. I will be. I'll make it a point. And sounds like a major hangover. And I don't, I don't drink anymore, so. I want to thank you all again for... Spending your morning hour with me to listen to my annoying voice. 8 a.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday on Rumble. Hit the follow, hit the like, follow me on social media. Instagram and Twitter is my uh, my go-to right now. True social, um, I, I here and there. Um, but uh, Twitter and, and, and especially Twitter, uh, because Twitter's like the battlefield, and I, I like to be in the battle every day. So my socials are in the uh, the ticker below. If you haven't followed me already, make sure you do. I appreciate that it's the new 8 to 9 show for you. I do AP filtered, unfiltered. Hey, I just call you AP filtered. AP unfiltered. Go follow him on Rumble. All right, everybody. I'll be back. I'll let you know tomorrow morning how the event uh, at Bedminster went and how 45 looks. Uh, last week, it was very energetic, and I'd imagine that that energy is still uh, you know, with him. That's another thing I think I'm going to talk about tomorrow is the DeSantis people outright lying about Donald Trump's health. That's something big going on on Twitter if you're not on there with some of the DeSantis surrogates like Bill Mitchell and other accounts actually saying that Donald Trump is suffering from congestive heart failure, and I could say with certainty that that is not true. So until tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, right here, 1776live.tv. Follow, tell your friends, tell your family, tell like-minded patriots to come and check us out. We always have fun in the chat. We want to have more fun in the chat. We want to build a community, and that's what we're here to do. So MAGA Hat stays on as always. 
I'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a good day.